No, no, it'll be all right. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the program. Not the sports program. This is a different program. This is Smart Mark Wrestling Radio. With your host, I'm Derek on TSPN. We got Dusty Katz up in here. He's on the top right. We got uh, Huds Magruder down here on the bottom right. We got Kyle Ferguson joining us. Joining us. Uh, I, I think on the YouTube, I call them K-Fergs. That works. Um, this is the first episode of this show. I, I can't tell you how excited I am to do this show because... Uh, uh, we've been, Dusty and I have specifically been talking about doing the show for a long time. I used to have a wrestling show way back in the day, and it wasn't near as fun as this one. <laughs> so, uh, uh, no, this is going to be a great show, uh, mostly because we actually have a really nice format. For those of you who watch our other shows in this network, you know that not all of them have a format. Uh, sports program used to have a format, and with COVID-19, it has not had one. <laughs> It's uh, it's been Mad Max out there, my friends. How are you guys doing out there around the world? Surviving. Yeah. Surviving. Good. It's good to know. Weird. That's weird, but it's good. Yeah, it is. By the way, the song credit that's a uh, NWO versus WCW uh, World Tour for N64. I don't know if you guys remember that little video game. One of the greatest games ever. Game oh, awesome. absolutely. I decided for our intro uh, music for this show, I was just going to choose a different wrestling video game theme song. There's so many of them. I was going to go with uh, WrestleMania 2000, which is actually my favorite. That one well, is fucking sick. It's a like really same, good same game. gameplay. Same gameplay as the... Oh, yeah. It's THQ. Tour, yeah. It was the same so type of video game... Uh, but the you, the create a character was so good, and the uh, oh man, that was such a fun game. I remember was that I created a character and I made every one of his moves the spear. <laughs> you can make his punch a spear. You can make his kick a spear. You can make his spear a spear. So was that before or after No Mercy? Before oh, no Mercy was that is before yeah, because nope. uh, No yeah. Mercy was like two thousand two. Okay, See? yeah, yeah, three. that was, that was, that one was pretty incredible. Oh no mercy! There you there go. go. There you go. All right, all right. no mercy. Oh eight. All Official. right, gentlemen. Well, anyway, uh, I wanted to go ahead and start off. Uh, let's get the show. Let's get the show rolling here. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, this past week on AEW. If you're watching the show live right now, um, that means you're actually watching the night after AEW Dynamite on TNT. That means you probably watched Monday Night Raw, maybe. Um, it means you definitely watched last uh, SmackDown, because that's a great program that no one's watching and the ratings are showing. Um, <laughs> unless, you're really, unless you really love Gronk. Uh, but I'm guessing you don't. Was he hosting SmackDown? Oh, he's hosting WrestleMania, so he's been on the show. Oh, and it's, it's so cringeworthy. Dumb. It's so bad. Dumb. It's so bad. He came out, came out to the ring, not this last Friday, but the Friday before. He came down to the ring, which, by the way, there are no fans in yeah. the audience, not because of ratings, because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, he comes down to the ring though, and he's still dancing and stuff. Um, there's no fans. No one's cheering him. So it's just a guy, just a guy dancing down the ramp. Alone. I love it. Alone. And his Titan Tron just has Gronk behind him. Really bad. Uh, I don't it's know. Really, it's really awkward to watch. It's it really is. Crazy. And I don't know how the crowd would actually react to it. I don't know. I want to say they'll hate it. He's an interesting guy. Just a giant child. I was working uh, security at a club called Surrender down in Vegas. Uh, this was five years ago, four years ago, maybe. And uh, he came in and it would, they had won the Super Bowl that year. And they'd made him a cake in the kitchen. Uh, it was a Super Bowl trophy. And he took the football off the top of it 
and spiked it on his buddy's head and <laughs> just in the middle of this club and it was packed you know just all kinds of people dancing to shitty music and <laughs> they knew he was going to do it they had tarps down it was crazy so, like, he does this every time he comes in here Oh, oh wow! <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad they make him a Super Bowl trophy cake every time he comes in here. What a cool guy! Yeah. Um. So, forty year old boy. <laughs> what a cool guy! He's a cool guy. I, I actually, I can't stand the guy. Um. This last Super Bowl, cool. real quick. This last Super Bowl, leading up to the Super Bowl, they're like, "We're next up." <laughs> Like on, on Super Bowl Sunday, they're like, next up, we're going to check in with Gronk to see how he's been partying it up all week. And I'm like, who who cares? Who's the demographic on this? My grandparents are watching this pregame right now, and I could tell you they do not give a hot shit about Gronk's partying. Oh, fuck boys love Gronk. Drew off well in shambles right now. It was weird, man. Anyway, so... Monday, I mean, if, if you're watching Monday and Wednesday night uh, wrestling, which, by the way, how beautiful is it that we live in a world where there's Monday night, Wednesday night, Friday night wrestling? I mean, it, it's really, it's lovely. I mean, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It's my childhood dream come true. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> and a lot of the match quality has gone up. Oh yeah, I mean, especially if you're watching across the board, but definitely there's a lot better. Oh yeah, more consistently good matches than there used to be. There used to be a lot of filler, except maybe like at the height of when Stone Cold, Triple H, The Rock, all yeah. those guys were all just pushing it all the time. Well, then I'd say like WCW Cruiserweight. We'll talk more about this, but like WCW Cruiserweight. I feel like AEW right now. Every match is WCW Cruiserweight from the 1990s. Like, those matches are out of sight. Kenny Omega is so good. It's hard to not like the guy. Well, I have a theory about that, and I think it's because they bring in guys from Japan and Mexico and Canada who they know what they're doing, and Vince doesn't let wrestlers wrestle. He doesn't let them do their job. So when you see a movie, you're actually seeing real wrestlers from real wrestling associations, you know, like AAA and and JPW. Like, that's why it's good. It's because Vince and his dumb writers aren't telling them, you know, you know, they're not telling them what to do. Or forcing them to work the WWE style. You hear about that a lot. Right. Like interviews from people who leave. They're like, oh, we have to work this particular style. And it's the opposite of what everybody else anywhere does but uh yeah i did i'm yeah. sure that well the i think, guys I think that work strong style get to do that the, the luchadors yeah. get to do their thing and it's not like you have to work this way instead of how you work and well, I, think I think that's fantastic i think a big part of it too is aew is vying for views right now i mean they're they're trying they're trying to compete hard right now and WWE doesn't want to risk injury to a lot of their top name talent right there. I mean, like they're leading the way right now. WWE is. So they don't want Roman Reigns to go out there and get thrown through a bunch of tables because they don't want the guy to be crippled because he's making them a ton of money. Whereas a Kenny Omega is not a household name. He's trying to become a household name right now. And I think he's getting really close. I mean, the biggest name... On AEW, arguably, is probably Jericho. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, the guy is. yeah. He's um, one of the best in the world ever. Right. Ever. And yeah. and I don't think on AEW, I don't think we're going to watch him go through a bunch of tables. No. Well, <laughs> but that's at, the thing. 50 or whatever he is, yeah. Yeah, he's, you can he's definitely do. look at it. His match quality mm-hmm. is solid, but he does yeah. not. Fantastic. He looks like he's living that rocker lifestyle a little heavy. Yeah, the guy re-de- redefines himself every era. I mean, he's a he's amazing. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. he's brilliant. He's done yeah. something. I mean, he and he's hands down. And we'll talk about this when we talk about top five all time wrestlers. Uh, Is he on all of our list? He's on my list. He's on my list. I won't lie right now. I mean, he's on my list. The guy yeah. redefines himself every era, and he's brilliant. And uh, I, it's hard it's hard to not throw him in there. Um, especially as 
as as uh, the guy who was like an annoyance to wrestlers back in the day and now he's he's the seasoned veteran like he's the one he's young and he can still be that annoying dude oh yeah oh i I love him i know i I wouldn't take it from most people but when he does it it's fantastic like when he did the man of a thousand and four holds thing with oh yeah yeah. so good so god bless Um, him so how about the episode he pulls out and he starts going through his list of yeah oh yeah holes. every other oh, number one with the, <laughs> yeah. that was when he was in the feud with the Dean Malenko right oh good yeah because yeah, he was the man of a thousand holds and he had to yep. beat it by yep. four right right yeah so um I want to talk a little bit about the product quality right now with COVID nineteen I was texting Dusty and Chris about this and um, I'll have to add Kyle to that chat group because it's a, it's a fun little group we got there. I try not to add a ton of people to chat groups because they tend to be a little annoying. Uh, plus, especially when you have one that's like, I have a basketball one, I have one for sports program, I won for every podcast I'm on, and then, but this is the one for wrestling and it's worth it. Um, but last night I was watching AEW and I think I, I figured it out and I've been saying it for a few weeks. AEW has taken this COVID-19 issue and has made a grade A uh, has made a grade A product from that. Yeah. To the point that it, when things go back to normal, I think they still could get away with doing like a, a, a separate broadcast somehow where they could actually still do what they were doing and they could get away with it. They won't do that. So what? T- tell me, what's what's AEW Dark? Is yeah. that kind of the same thing? It is. It is kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's good. So they, yeah, they could still do it. Like they could. On, have an internet champion or something, and just run the shows oh, yeah. on a website. I dig that, man. So I don't know if you, uh, if Kyle or Chris, I don't know if you've watched AEW what they've been doing with COVID nineteen, but what they've been doing is first off they. Uh, Oh, very nice. Uh, a nice little comment we got from our YouTube page. I'm not oh, that's hot. That. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll read it because it's kind of funny. I can smell the virginity off that bearded guy's breath. I'm married, so do the math. Um, <laughs> I'm married, married fella. Married. Big sweaty men. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, AEW, what I like what they're doing is they keep the camera tight into the ring. They don't show the ringside seats. In fact, they don't even have the ringside seats out there anymore. They've completely blocked them off, uh, which is great. The The view of the ring, so they, I, I don't know if you noticed, they made the ring about f- uh, 10 feet away from the top of the ramp. So they're not walking down a mile to go down to the ring. Like they're right. still doing that. <laughs> like they're still like when Gronk ha- was dancing his way down to the ring, he's dancing. It's it's 40 feet. Why why are you so far away from the ramp? <laughs> There's no fans. Surprised he didn't injure himself on the way down. He's had to have. He's a walking robot. Um he's been rebuilt more times than uh, the million dollar man, but we have the technology uh so um so they're they're really tight they they keep the view of the camera it's usually filmed from the side that has the titan tron at the top so they always are branding right at the top they have aew right at the top of the ring and then you have the ring there and then you have uh uh it's really close in, so you see all the action. And then the best part of it, all of the talent that's in the backstage, they come out and watch. Yeah, that's they what's They come awesome. out and watch and yell. So you still have somewhat of a crowd. Last night when I was watching, um, Dustin Reynolds was – Dustin Rhodes, they're calling him now. D- Dustin Rhodes uh, was wrestling. <laughs> Which, by the way, he looked amazing. By the way, Goldust is still absolutely got it. All the guys around the side of the ring. Yeah. All the guys around the side of the ring, whether they were heel or face, at one point they started chanting, you still got it. Like, I mean, they're they're still doing what the crowd would do. 
it's not as loud as the crowd, but man, it's uh, it's awesome. I, I mean, they can still do a show like this, and it would still play. When I went to uh, Cascade Championship Wrestling in Spokane, like I don't know, several months ago, I had been to live wrestling events before, but what I didn't realize was that the crowd is the third guy in the ring. You know oh. what I mean? The crowd is a character in the show. And if you don't have it, you have to have, you have to have somebody else, yeah. you know, you have to have the boys in the back, you know, because it's, <clears throat> that, you, you're a part of it. You're, you know, you're the third guy. So it's, I think yeah. it's really important that, uh, that they have the boys out watching and trying to get heat. And I'm surprised yeah. WWE isn't doing that because they have a locker room big enough to damn near fill an arena themselves. That's what I was right. Thinking. And they're girlfriends and I mean, if you fill it with developmental, I mean, you fill it with the NXT guys, yeah, in the main roster, and you could have 70 people out there, and you're all exposed to each other, anyways. Right, like, you're what? traveling, and and well, the other thing you thought you also have the opportunity to market those guys too. Oh, you yeah. can tell the boys who. The crowd, you're marketing. Absolutely, yeah. Right. You're branding those guys that are out there around the ring watching. Seem it seems bizarre to me that WWE hasn't taken advantage of it. Now, what they're doing on Raw and SmackDown is they're showing Dusty touched on it before the show. They're just showing old matches. Yeah. Which they have a they have a few they, I think in the I haven't seen a live match in a while. They have a few live matches here and there, but it's mostly just been replays of old matches, which yeah. it's a, that's a fine way to do it. It's just, the problem is, is that AEW doesn't have a WrestleMania coming up. Right. Like, WWE should have figured this out weeks ago. Cause you have a live event. You have the biggest event, the show of shows coming up. Yeah, the so big that it takes up two days. Right. Which seems like a mistake to me. Oh, yeah. It does, doesn't it? It, it does. So uh, we could talk about that. I mean, I, uh, I mean, we could, I mean, well, I could go on more about what W, I, I don't, I, and by the way, people watching the show for the first time, I'm not like an AEW, like, that's not my show. I watched it. Are you sure, Derek? Well, I mean, it is right now. Right. It's <laughs> happening before our Sometime. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it right now. Uh, amid COVID-19, AEW is the far more superior product. I would Agreed. have liked, I would have liked to start this this podcast though when they were both live with a bunch of people yeah. there. Because I still am a WWE guy. They have way more wrestlers. I mean, I could go on about the AEW stuff that I don't like. I don't know who a lot of the wrestlers are. And when I get to know them, I don't care. I There's a lot of right. them. I, I don't I, care. I, I don't care wonder who. how that, that was going to go with, with them. Because as much as we rip on Vince, you know, the, the creative does add some give a damn yeah. for a lot of the guys. Nobody puts together a video package like WWE. Right. Absolutely oh, not. I percent agree. You but can nobody watch. can write their nobody. But that's the other thing. Nobody can write their ass into a hole in the ground like the WWE either. Like that's they're true. idiots with the writers, man. A lot of the time, mm -hmm. it's yeah. Yeah. But but you're right. It. I think. I think you're right, Chris. I think that there has to be a level of give a damn. There has to be some kind of yeah. So you're invested in the match. If it's yeah. just two dudes doing something awesome together, like I get that and I can appreciate that, but I don't have that like investment that right. I would. Yeah, when, when it's done, like, you're like, that was cool. Then you move on. Move on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can go into any – I mean, I'm still going to watch WrestleMania. That's the thing. I, oh, yeah. I'm still going to watch it, and I, I still will be excited for some of the matches because I know that even though they've, they've probably screwed up the last few weeks building up, Whoever's gonna build that video package is gonna do like a chef's kiss job. Like it's yeah, gonna be yeah. really cool. Like leading up to the Undertaker versus AJ Styles, that is not a match I care about. But before that match starts, I'll watch that video package. I'll be like, yeah, let's watch let's do this. Let's yeah, do this. yeah. As Man, much as I love the Undertaker, cool he should have shut it down. 
after he lost to Brock. He should have just called it. Oh yeah, sure. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a promo on the Undertaker right now. Shoot promo right now, Mark. Fucking stay home. Just stay home. You don't want to catch a virus, do you? <laughs> stay home. Like to keep the Undertaker around for a few more years. I know, seriously. Yeah, shit. He hasn't been he hasn't been gone long enough to get put into the Hall of Fame, has he? Uh, He's I mean, still not in the Hall of Fame. No, if he, he, was, he was on the day. last pay per view. Yeah, yeah. He choke slammed AJ Styles and won the trophy for sure. Mount whatever. If, if he yeah. retired today, they could put him in the Hall of Fame. They could. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Just but he's like, no, I got to rest in peace, brother. I think he AJ Styles. If anybody on the roster can do a, a match with him at this point, it's probably AJ Styles. Though. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. AJ is going to hold him up, though, man. He's AJ's going to get a neck injury from just carrying the Undertaker's <laughs> shoulders. I think he might end up being one of the all timers. AJ oh, Styles. I think no. he will. You think so? Yeah. And that's not, like, maybe too. not yet. Maybe he doesn't have like the body of work yet to be one of them. But I think someday he'll yeah. be one of those guys. He's got that Japanese style, man, that turns me on. <laughs> and, and every one of his aerial moves is complex. Like it's yeah. not just a oh, yeah. 450 splash. It's like some corkscrew which, ninja salt. Which makes you realize like now that TNA and Impact are kind of like nothing. Back in the day, Impact was kind of cool with fucking suicide and all that jazz. This guy's got a good point. AW have yeah. more complimentary yeah. talent in the coming. Yeah, good point. Yeah, a lot yeah. of those guys just need some time. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll build that. We'll build that uh, relationship with them over time. Oh, yeah. It just comes with time, and the more we see them, I mean, there's already a few new guys on AEW that I've absolutely. I think Orange Cassidy's hilarious. I I'll keep watching him. Um, I, I love Jungle Boy. I don't care about Luchasaurus so much, but I love Jungle Boy. I love uh, his look. I love Luchasaurus's look, though. Oh, I do too. It's Great cool. look. Yeah. Like that'll um, sell an action figure. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, if I was I a kid, I'd going. An action figure, I'd do it. Big sweaty man. Um. <laughs> um. So so yeah. So about WrestleMania then. I mean that's the thing. That's what that's why I want to lead into that WrestleMania itself. It's two nights now. I don't. <clears throat> I've got it pulled up here. Sixteen matches. Oh god. <laughs> and some of them, I, I think Edge Edge Orton in a Last Man Standing match might be the sleeper hit of the night. Oh, yeah. I agree. That's going to yeah. be the one that takes the cake, probably. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is going to be good. Yeah, it'll be a good match. Uh, I have no idea what a Firefly Funhouse match is, but <sighs> Cena and Wyatt can help go. I'll tell you, I love the gimmicks, man. But <laughs> a Firefly Funhouse match is a. Uh, is a bad decision by WWE to take the belt off of Bray Wyatt. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we go back to the <clears throat> the Super Show or whatever the yeah Super Showdown? Yeah, six spears and a jackhammer, and he's not getting a rematch at WrestleMania for that belt. Yeah. What they what? buried him for no reason, man. Yeah, and, man, and Goldberg a- is taking Roman Reigns on. Why? I thought Roman Reigns had leukemia. I know Roman Reigns isn't, though. I think that's the new development, right? Yeah, he pulled out. Oh, did he? Yeah, Yeah. he's. uh, I don't don't know if they've even announced who they're going to fill in there. They haven't. I read the day on ESPN.com. They said ESPN.com, they haven't announced it, but Dusty, go ahead. Uh, Well, I was just going to say the rumor is it's Braun Strowman. Oh, wow. We're going to get Strowman Goldberg, which somebody's going to get hurt. Could could he carry (laughs) Goldberg? I mean, huh? Can he carry Goldberg? No. <laughs> no one can, dude. Goldberg ends careers. He does. Bret Hart Fucking... got cut short. Bret Hart yep. had a good decade left in him. And if Goldberg Bre- kicked him in the head. Yep. If Goldberg had never kicked Bret in the head, fucking 9-11 would have never happened, man. Right. <laughs> that was why those dudes from Riyadh got so mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, that Jew ruined Bret's career. I think Lesnar McIntyre is going to be good, too. Where they were. 
Yeah, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. It would be a fun match if there was a crowd. Figured himself out in his time away. And did you see uh, Heyman's go-home promo? Yes. Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah, he's and incredible. Is right. Goldberg is a stiff. I mean, he's this is just... One of the worst stiffs. I mean, the, the, the thing about Lesnar, I mean, I hate him being champion, but as long as Lesnar's around, that means Heyman's around. And... Uh, yeah. Man, you get yeah. that guy in the mic. I don't care. I I want to watch him talk. He's excellent. Yeah, he's the and, man. Yeah, there's a. I I've had a lot of discussions about ECW over the last couple of weeks, just randomly. But he would take people who had one thing they did well and somehow make it work so that was all that mattered. Like Sandman had an entrance. He was not a wrestler. <laughs> no. He was a right. piece yeah. of trailer park trash. And that entrance was pretty sweet. The entrance was, was great. So cool. and, and his well, he got drunk relate. on the way to the ring and he was totally willing to do whatever. He would wrap himself in barbed wire and spear people. He that kendo stick nonsense. Like he was just he was ready to go. But what about then, Sabu? Sabu was insane. Yeah. And, a legend, man. And not not a technical in-ring wrestler at all, but the dude will do whatever. Yeah. And Heyman was like yeah, I can make a star out of this guy. Go out there with Rob Van Dam and act like a couple of people throwing cats at each other. It's fantastic. <laughs> and, but some of those, speaking of aerial moves, his aerial moves were amazing. That triple jump moonsault, I mean, just all over the place. Oh, I like yeah, this man. One. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this one. I like this one. <laughs> Henry Zabrowski of Wrestling Podcast. Nice. Who the fuck is Henry Zabrowski? He's on the last last podcast on the left. Oh, I've never watched it. Is it good? It's a hilarious show, yeah. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, You can get them on Spotify. A little shout out to the last podcast. Actually, oddly enough, they do a wrestling show, which is cool. Oh, no shit. Cool. Ben Kissel does. It's very nice. It's a fun show. Cool. Um, I've heard there's other people in town who do wrestling shows. Yeah, uh, my buddy uh, Randy Isbell, um, check his out too. He's got a wrestling program um, with um, Doofenberg, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, we should, we should, we should um, mash it up. Yeah, I think it'd be great. So, so here's my question for you, gentlemen: Are you guys gonna watch? It's two nights, by the way. One day of six hours of wrestling for WrestleMania, which is the typical show. Is usually like every year. I'm like, this is too long. Like, and they still have I like heat beforehand, don't they? They still have like dark matches and shit that you don't. Oh yeah, see they have the pre-show. Yeah, it's too Constant. long, man. There's a zero percent chance I watch the whole thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, last year I watched. I watched WrestleMania. Oh, go- sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. No, I say I can't do it. I can't do especially two nights. I certainly can't do it. I was actually going to host a party. I was like, oh, I'll have a WrestleMania party. Like, oh, I wonder man. how long it went for last year. And I looked it up and I was like, two nights. Yeah, I'm not going to have a party. We <laughs> did five hours, um, five and a half hours. Yeah. A few years ago, we did. Um, a few years ago, we did a white trash theme WrestleMania party. And that was a great time. But I didn't know going into WrestleMania, how long WrestleMania was. This is like five years ago. And I was like, I invited people over to watch it. By like eight o'clock, I'm like, you guys got to go home. (laughs) I got to work in the morning. You got to go home. I'm sorry. And I was in my mind, they're always three three hours long because that's what pay-per-views always were. Yeah. When I was growing up, that's what I assumed it would be. But five and a half, six hours is just Mm -hmm. like, I can't. Well, then, yeah. this well, now, the, now Raw is three hours, and right. the rest of it is, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, hey, for our friend here, this will be a bi-weekly podcast. We'll be back next, uh, the Thursday after next to do a show. Every, every other week. Thank you for asking, though. He's not a plant. Your check's in the mail. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, um. Uh, no, I, I, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I think last year I even watched the main show, um, 
And by the way, my wife is such a trooper. (laughs) (laughs) Special shout out to the spouse who lets me take over a TV. Um, But actually, uh, the reason why she's a trooper, she lets me bring a TV out in the living room, like a gaming TV, um, so that I can watch it on a separate TV with no sound. Uh, except for I have headphones on, like my my Xbox headphones. <laughs> She's watching movies and stuff, and I'm watching WrestleMania with the headphones Dude, on. Yeah, just like it's like like Meredith Vieira is on the fucking TV, and then just like there's a moment of silence, and then you fucking mark out like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I'm just like, <laughs> and then constantly I'm like, "Do you see that? <laughs> Do you see that?" She's like, "No." She's like, no, I'm watching. I'm watching this show. I'm like, do you see that though? Stone cold, stone cold. Who wants to be a billionaire? I don't care about <laughs> WrestleFest or whatever the hell it's called. That's awesome. Oh, very good. Good. We'll keep coming. Keep tuning back in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Drew Rothwell. He said Dink. Oh, my. I only have one friend who says Dink, and that's Drew. Hi, Drew. Love you. Hey, well, anyone who watches the show for the love of uh, wrestling, that's that's what we want. Hell yeah. Uh, Okay. Why would we do it? So I'm going to watch it this year. I mean, last year I watched it, like I said, headphones, separate TV. This year I'm probably not going to do that even. I'll probably throw it up on a laptop in the living room with no sound that I can just watch from here to there. And I'll probably unmute it for for matches I really want to watch. And honestly, I might un I might unmute it for uh, the video package, and maybe even mute it back for the match, because the video package is what I want to watch. I mean, and there's no crowd right. noise anyway. Yeah, without the I mean, crowd the noise, best- is kind of weird anyway. There, well, there's no crowd. I mean, normally I would want to watch, I'd want to watch the crowd. I want to watch the match to hear what the crowd is chanting. I mean, that's part of the show, right? I want to know if the crowd is yeah. boring or you still got it or this is awesome, right? Like, that's part of it. Or holy shit. That's my favorite. Or holy, yeah, that's a good holy, shit. holy shit. Or CM Punk, man. I love when they chant CM Punk still. Why? I don't know. I don't know why they do it, but it's Dude, funny. Oh, uh, what was that? I was watching NXT UK and they fucking did an ECW chant. I was like, what is going on? They're like, ECW, ECW. It's it's like um that chant is the same as like a bunch of Trump voters like going, you know what I'm It's the same thing. Tough finish. Diamond cutter. Diamond cutter. Diamond cutter. Shattered Dreams is a fair choice. Uh, my finisher, my favorite finisher is, I love the Diamond Cutter. Man, that's a solid choice. I, and I, I think that Randy Orton's version is the best. As much as I love DDP back in the day, Randy Orton, Orton yeah, it was good, man. It's he's it's done, out of nowhere. He's yeah, perfected it. Yeah. Great about it. He took that out of nowhere from literally out of nowhere. Yeah, like, man, going up the top rope or some dude backflip it, and somebody tried to hit him with mm-hmm. shooting star press once, and he hit it. Just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, Evan Warren did that. Uh, Kyle Ferguson, what is your favorite finisher of all time? It has to be uh, Roddy Piper's sleeper hold, right? Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. That's cool. Oh, okay. yeah. Good plan, and plan. Uh, the the diamond cutters up there. I'm a, I was a, I like DDP a lot, though. So yeah, I, I, mean, I always will kind of default yeah. back to DDP. Uh, just because at the time, it was just – you. It was always that build up for the finisher, and then when DDP all of a sudden would just be like, "Boom, there it is, and it's done." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What just happened?" So uh, good. Yeah, it's I, like a I car wreck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was crazy. Well, you never knew when it was coming. He happen. was the only face in WCW. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Everybody was yeah. in the goddamn New World Order, and DDP <laughs> yeah. was holding time because even Sting had gone over. They did the, the yeah the Wolf Pack, the Black and the Red, and Black. Oh and yeah. Yeah. We'll pack, baby. Uh, Dusty, favorite favorite finisher of all time? Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. One of one of the best ever. Such a good move. Yeah. Whatever you um, call it, the what's what did Sting call it? The Scorpion Deathlock. Scorpion, Scorpion Deathlock. Death yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, fun fact: You know who taught Brett and Sting that move? No, I don't know it that. Was, it was Conan. 
Really? No kidding. Yeah. Conan taught those guys that how to do that move. Tosser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was talking about eating ass before Cardi B made it cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to go with the um, the lion tamer. That was that on was my list. I'd have to. I have to really think about it. I elevated off the top of my head. The diamond cutter pops in there, but man. Or the wall There's, of Jericho, depending on yeah. what you want to call it. Uh, for my submission hold, I'd say for like a impact move though. I'm gonna have to go with the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with like the stunner, man. Stone Cold yeah. Stunner. Man, yeah, man. Stone Cold scary. Stunner. I mean, I mean, and and the stunner was a cool move, but I mean, nothing sold it like you know, like Jr. Stone Cold Stunner. Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> man, I remember just being a kid and watching that and just exploding when you know, just oh, man. Yeah. And actually, that's this is a great segue uh, to the Monday Night Wars. Uh, yes. One of the reasons why we want to talk about this topic. Is because for this being the first episode of our show, um, I want to give an insight to our new viewers, new listeners on kind of uh, who we are as hosts and kind of where we would fall. And this helps people kind of align themselves with different. I mean, because just like wrestling, we're going to align ourselves. So with that, I mean, I thought about even being like a heel commentator for the show. You know, I'm a heel. Dusty's a heel. Chris is a face. Kyle's a face. Um I don't know. It's Chris easier to be a heel, man. That's all right, Bobby's though. Jr. <laughs> heels, man. Heels, are, heels, fun, man. Yeah. Um. So, um, WCW versus WWE. Um, me personally, for the Monday Night Wars, um, I was one of those people that flipped back and forth, but I definitely leaned more on WWF. Um. And, and I'm actually excited to say that because I know a bulk of this show is going to say WCW, and that's exciting. Um, but I was a WWF guy. I love WCW. I love Goldberg. I love the cruiserweight weight division. I love the Four Horsemen. Arn Anderson is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Not going to be in my top five, but yeah, he, he was close. It was a lot of guys that are there, but not quite there. Yeah. Oh, no, I had it was a tough list to make. Um, I was more on the WWF side though. I liked the mankind stuff. I liked, uh, I, I mean, I like mankind. The undertaker is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, I actually liked the ministry of darkness stuff. I didn't know at the time, you know, when you're a kid, I didn't know how campy and stupid a lot of the Monday night wars stuff was like from the attitude era. Looking back on it, a lot of it is trash and it's yeah. so dumb. And I feel bad for the, like, yeah. the Divas division. Like, I feel so bad well, for Well, you know why that was? Yeah. Fucking Vince Russo, man. Yeah. yeah. Janky Kang for- there is right on point. Yeah. Vince Russo. Yeah. We were watching the old Royal Rumbles not too long ago, and the Godfather comes out and it's like, oh, sex trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah, it's normal. I was such a chauvinist. Oh, it's a horror train. I've seen that before. <laughs> like, I don't think that's that's something we should uh, cheer for, fans. <laughs> Man, they did. Um, I, I will say for WWF, though, um, one of the factions I never got into, um, and I still, I actually hate to this day, I hate D-Generation X. I hate DX. I've never, I was never a fan. Um I was always I, I actually loved the Nation of Domination. I loved the Rock during oh, that. Oh really? Oh when yeah. He, when he was Rocky Johnson and became the Rock, that was oh that was so cool, man. And uh, Ahmed Johnson and uh, Pearl River Plunge, baby. Wow. So cool. I thought he was but, dead. Uh, I thought Ahmed Johnson was dead. And <laughs> turns out he's still alive. Fantastic. <laughs> That's uh, Saturn doing? Like I blacked out oh, one night no, no. and woke up in a different no. universe where Ahmed Johnson is still alive. Like I'm, I like, I was like, I held my heart. I was like, oh my god, he's still alive. I gotta call him. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta call him and see how he's but doing. You probably can. You probably can call him now. I probably uh, could. You could uh, probably book him for a backyard show. Did you? Know what, <laughs> do you know what promo it was that made me hate DX? Was actually. Uh, 
it was the it was the one of the famous promos they always show but it was the one where hbk says you make the rules and we will break them and i remember yeah. being like a 13 year old kid and being like that's fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, cool! What a rebel! I mean, I hated it. I hated it. I mean, I love. By the way, I love all of those wrestlers individually, with the exception of uh, Sean, uh, like Sean Waltman. I like not a not a one two three kid guy, huh? Don't care. Um, I I love the New Age Outlaws when they were by themselves. I love Triple H. I mean. I love Triple H. Uh, I love H- Triple H. H. Yeah, yeah, same here. H- I, H- I am H- in H- love H- with Triple H. Greatest of all time. Yeah, he's so, just that um, just solid <laughs> his whole career. So I was a WWF guy. That's where I fall. Okay. Uh, Dusty. <clears throat> um, I started. I think my first match I ever saw was. Um, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy. Um, and I don't even remember um, the context of it, but it was the Hardy Boys and Mankind. And I, I loved it. So I was a WWF kid, but WCW was so easy to get into because Goldberg was hot at the time. And Everybody knew who Hogan and Macho Man and um, fucking uh, Lex Luger. Like those were the big the big names that everybody knew. So I was really flipping back and forth. Same here. Yeah. After I learned about what had happened between the two shows, I was a WWF guy all the way. Like WCW's gay and you're stupid <laughs> and you know. But uh, now I find myself. Now that WCW is gone, I find myself being really nostalgic about it. And I I think that if you were to ask me if I was a WCW guy 10 years ago, I'd say no. If you said if you asked me today, I'd say yeah. I think I'm a WCW guy. Uh, um I I really think so. Um I, and I kind of don't like it. I don't like that I'm a WCW guy, but I <laughs> I think that's where I fall. I mean, because I because at the end of the day, I want to see Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko and Chris Jericho and you know um, Ultimo Dragon and all those oh, guys man. I marked out for as a kid. That's what I wanted to see. So and so when the Radicals went to WWF, I kind of migrated because I wanted to see those guys work. Yeah. So I think yeah, that was I think a good reason to move guy. too. Oh, see, that was a good time to head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Kyle Ferguson, WCW or WWF? Okay, we'll give you a little background. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll try not to be too long-winded. So, I grew okay. up. Uh, my bro- I have a brother who's five years older than me. Uh, I was born in '83, so he was five years older than me. He was right at the peak of when Hogan was taken off, and WWF was you know just starting to to, to blow up. So I I watched wrestling from the time as long as I could remember. Um, and I would watch WCW main events. I remember skipping church. Uh, my dad was a pastor and I, I played hooky until I was sick on that Sunday morning. We had church at the same time as the USA WWF show. Cause I wanted to see who the million dollar man's mystery partner was. And it was the undertaker. Yeah. And I remember being oh. afraid of the undertaker. I was yeah. like, this guy scares me to death. I skipped church. That's how much I loved wrestling growing up. Uh, and so kind of, going to where we get to the, the Monday night wars. Once I always watched raw, I will get to my favorite wrestlers in a little bit here, but I always watched raw. And then when nitro started, I remember thinking like, Oh, those are kind of all the old guys over on nitro. Um, my wife last night did this thing on Facebook where she posts like 10 things that people like that she doesn't really like in number nine, she put WrestleMania and I commented on there and I said, that's right. Number nine is totally fine because we're too busy watching the end. W. <laughs> One more for the good guys. So I'm a I'm a WCW Mark. I I love. I've been watching, going back and watching the old Nitros when Ed Yo came over because that was when I watch it now. I am insanely entertained still. It just right. I don't know what's I don't I forgot a lot of like what happened. I remember bits and pieces after they do it. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that now. 
but I don't know, like, I don't know what to expect really. And it was just so at the time watching it, I was just so blown away by this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And at the time, WWF was so, it became so cartoonish compared to what I was watching on Nitro that I ended up being right. a huge, huge Nitro guy. So if I were to pick a side right now, I, I mean, you put those two together, I was all in on Nitro, but I also totally watched Raw as well. Yeah. I'd record, I'd record Raw and I'd watch it after I watched Nitro. Right. Love it. So, sorry, long-winded to say I'm, no, I'm all good. in on yeah. WCW. Very nice. And Chris? Yeah, I uh, I started watching in probably 86 when I was just, you know, five and a half, six years Thank old. And uh, I, <clears throat> I was huge on WWF. Uh, I totally bought into Hogan and I, I'm still a Hulkamaniac. Me too, uh, yep. I remember when Flair came over for a while and I didn't really know who he was. And then I found out that he'd come from WCW. And so I picked that up too. Uh, and then we'd go see my grandparents in the summers and we would rent all those old VHS tapes. And so, yes. you know, we just, we went through WrestleManias. And, in your house, man. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Uh, With the know, house plant, dude, that was... <laughs> <laughs> But those those old WrestleManias, like three with with Savage and Steamboat, and mm -hmm. uh, Hogan body slamming Andre, like I was a WWF guy, and then then the NWO showed up, and you always watch Nitro at least the first hour because it was three hours long, and mm -hmm. Raw was two, and Raw didn't start till nine, so, and this was by the time I was in high school, but uh, every week I would watch at least the first hour of WCW and it, and then I would go check out raw, but I didn't always stay with raw. And, and but as the Monday night wars evolved, I, I moved over it probably not long after Shawn Michaels hurt himself in that casket match. That was when I really switched over to WWF. Uh, and then I pretty much stuck with them. Like I'd watch the first hour of nitro cause it was on. And then I would just watch raw. And unless I, had heard something was going to be good on, on nitro. I wouldn't switch back over. Right. And then, uh, and then SmackDown and thunder started and it was kind of the same. Like I'd switch between, but I was, I started out WWF and then I kind of migrated over to WCW and I watched quite a bit of that. I mean, there was, there was so much good there. And then uh, they, they really started drifting and I don't think I watched any nitro toward the end after Russo took over, yeah. it just it got so bad, man. It got yeah, it's unwatchable. That yeah. cartoony shit that was in WWF came from Russo, and yeah. he had he had Vince McMahon to edit that out. And then when he went over to WCW, it was like, oh, the shitstorm has no filter now, so everybody's gonna get berated by the whole fucking thing. And we <laughs> yeah. really did. I mean, those yeah. what was that thing that Booker T was in? Uh, Harlem Heat? No, after that with uh, with Hugh Harlem. Morris and the girl with the great big tits. She called herself Major blocked, Guns. General Hugh Morris. I think I this out. I I think I have a, there was I so much terrible. Yeah. Well, what the about end. the the baseball? There was like a like a baseball gimmick that they yeah. did where the guy dressed up like a fucking uh, catcher. And he had the helmet That's and right, like, yeah. oh, it was so bad. And you know, that was Russo, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, Russo really did. on a forklift match too, right? As I much as. Russo, Bagwell's mom on a forklift. Like, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What here. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't remember her <laughs> first name, but so Mrs. Bad. Bagwell on a pole. Ju Judy Bagwell. Judy, yeah, Judy right. Bagwell. I remember that. <laughs> Judy Bagwell. <laughs> All right, well, on a pole match. That's awesome. Thank you, Chris. We're uh, nearing an end of the show here, so I really, I really want to get into our top fives uh, before we end the show here. Um, so, Derek, are we doing top five favorites, or are we doing who we think are the top five? I think top five favorites. Uh, that's what I did. So we could, yeah, and we could talk about uh, like how we chose because I know Chris was going back and forth on like in ring like in ring or on the mic or promotions. Like I, so I, I went top five favorites 
on mine. Mm. Um, so real quick, honorable mentions. I wanted to mention Arn Anderson. Uh, I also want to mention the rated R superstar Edge. Uh, he was he got me through the ruthless aggression era. I absolutely love Edge. Um, and then uh, for a more uh, just past uh, ruthless aggression, I, I'm going to go with CM Punk for honorable mention. Um, so top five though, number five I have Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the Blue Blood Triple H man, gotta love him. Uh, especially for what he's done with like NXT and stuff. So I'm counting that stuff in there. Like just finding new talent. I can't wait till he takes over for Vince. I hope that's what happens. I think yeah. it'll be, it'll put the company in a better spot. Um, number four, I'm going Y2J, Chris Jericho, man. Yeah. I can't, can't not have him in there. Um, number three, I'm going with the undertaker. Number two, I'm going with the macho man. Randy <laughs> Savage. <laughs> I was always a savage kid, man. You had your Hulkamaniacs. You had your warrior kids. I was a macho man guy. Oh, yeah. I love savage. Still hilarious. Um, And then for number one, Brett the Hitman Hart. Can't. You just can't. I can't not have him in there, man. Brett, he's the best there is. The best there was. The best best there ever will be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I I am not a Brett Hart guy. Not a Brett Hart guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, actually like kyle that's a good segue let's i want to hear your top five i'm gonna date myself i think with these uh it's okay i'll do honorable mentions i love the rock the rock was just too good oh yeah it's just when you want it beyond anything yeah um best heel one of the best oh he was so good and that's the thing is i always i always tend to if you look at my list here too i tend to go like the heel more than the baby face oh yeah uh and so came down to uh, when The Rock was the corporate, when we he basically screwed everyone over and joined the corporation. Oh, that was yeah. Just, uh, that was so good. So good. So good. Um, and then I was a big Ultimate Warrior guy as a little kid. I had the wrestling buddy. Actually, I still have the wrestling buddy. I have I have my wrestling buddy, stuff. too. I throw him a diamond yeah. cutter every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so here's my five, though. Number five is Jericho. And this even goes back to his WCW time. When he was when he had Ralphus and walked to the ring with Ralphus, oh, right. it was so good. Or when he would uh, when, yeah, when he was go through his list of his holds or he called out Goldberg, kept calling him Greenberg. Yeah, it was so good. And then he went. Then he finally went to WWE and did. I mean, everything else is history. He's just so entertaining. It was just so funny. So I good. loved him so much. Always calling Chris actually, Benoit, Chris Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. There's so many Jericho. He, he like slamming the guy. He put his you know one foot on him and go for the pin. Right. Oh, yeah. It's all so this good. stuff is so good. Yeah. Uh, and then I have uh, at four. I have Kevin Nash. Um, and number three, Scott Hall. Those guys are like I was going to put put them together, but I'm like, I'll separate them just because I loved Razor Ramon and I loved Diesel. And yeah. then when they came and took over, I remember. Well, I've been actually rewatching it, but I remember thinking like I didn't know what was going on. I honestly thought that they were from the WWF coming to take over WCW. Oh yeah, and I never seen that. They came that. the way they did it, I said, and I was like, I don't know. 12. I was like, this yeah. is super weird because I just watched them on all this other stuff. Yep. Uh, number t- number two, I have the Heartbreak Kid. And this goes back to even like, I remember cheering when he threw Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. Yeah. <laughs> like, I loved, I always loved the Rockers and I love Shawn Michaels. I didn't care much for Marty Jannetty. And then he threw him through the window. I remember jumping no up and did. down as a little kid. <laughs> Nobody. And then number the one is, number one is the Hulkster. I have to go with Hogan. I'm Hulk Hogan. Hogan. I was, as a little kid, I was as a high schooler and he was uh, Hollywood and man, even when he, yeah. I recently watched the match with him in the rock in 2001 and just, Oh yeah. Yeah. What do Hogan's, you, Hogan's so good. Hot take. What do you feel about his masked, uh, when he wore the mask and he was the American <laughs> or whatever, the Patriot or I whatever. Thought it, was hilarious. It, was it was something else. It was, that was, that was so funny. Classic. Before we ask Dusty what his uh, top five are, I will say this. I always loved NWO so much more than DX. I hated DX, and I thought NWO yeah. was so cool in the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In, in right. the beginning. <clears throat> yep. Until Scott Hall's substance abuse problem yeah. made it on camera. Yeah. And that was really they the used start. It as, yeah, they used it as a uh, – Start of the – Yeah, end. as a plot line. Yeah. Whoops. 
Yeah. yeah. Let's go over your top five. Uh, honorable mentions: um, The Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah. Um, Fair. And uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Is, oh yeah, that's he's awesome. Got a, yeah, he's the shit. Um, and uh, I'll give the nod to Rick Flair as well. Um, Very good. Top top five all time. I have at number five uh, the greatest wrestler alive today, Asuka. She is the shit. The one yeah. still working. She's the bomb. No one's better than her. She yeah. should be in AEW, and they should drop the strap to her. She should. She should run the show. That's great. Um, yeah. Number four, Eddie Guerrero. Oh. Very good. Um, uh, number three, Chris Jericho. Um, God, he's good. Um, <laughs> uh, number two, Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, I love it. Yes, um, I, I've great. never, I've never had more fun watching a match than with Jushin, man. He's so good. I remember good. as a kid being like, this guy is, this is the most crazy stuff I've ever seen. Yeah. Time, it was, it was, it was altering. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's incredible. And then number one, Brett the Hitman Hart. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. He's my guy. Yeah. I've got every Brett DVD. I go crazy for Brett Hart. In WrestleMania 7, there is a Hart Foundation versus the Rockers match that you can tell that the two names that are going to come out of there are HBK and, well, Shawn Michaels. It wasn't HBK yet because he hadn't put Marty through the window. <laughs> and, uh, and Brett. Like Jim yeah, the Anvil was, you know, he had that whole beard stroke. Oh, man. And Jim Neidhart was so cool. I love the Hart Foundation. I love how I fast love he was. Hart. His daughter is so much better a wrestler than he is, though. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. I just I cross my fingers on my daughter. Like, will you be my natty? Will you <laughs> will you just be a so much better version of me? Uh, in no particular order, I've got uh, Stone Cold because he he's a real underrated wrestler. Mm -hmm. I, like, I get that he's got uh, the he's got the mic skills and everything, but he was a hell of a wrestler. He's a good wrestler. Yeah. He could yeah. do yeah. things yeah. in the ring that you. <laughs> Somebody yeah. sneaking up behind you, you're gonna get stabbed. I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> uh, Sean Michaels, because he's Sean Michaels. He's yeah. another guy, and he came back after that back injury, and he really became something. Yeah. Glad and, he came back. Yeah, it was. He was a whole different wrestler then, and uh, Triple H because he's got to be on everybody's list. Uh, Randy Savage. Mostly because of God, the Steamboat match in WrestleMania 3, yeah. the Hogan match in WrestleMania 5, his angle with uh, Jake the Snake when he got gnawed on by that Cobra. Oh, yeah, oh, the Cobra. All of that stuff. Like, so cool. And you hear stories about Randy. The Cobra was not defanged. No, it wasn't. Nope. And how, how he and Steamboat <laughs> had that whole match planned out to the point where they could say a number and the other person could say the move that it was in the match. Wow. They, that and people criticize that and steamboat doesn't like the match because it was it wasn't called on the fly it was but you look at some of those old rick flair matches where he called on the fly and they just they're so much the same over and over and that's why flair didn't make my list and he makes everybody's list but i was surprised he didn't make any of our lists beyond an honorable mention like i love rick flair but he's just his right. matches were all very samey because it was just was never one of my favorites. I was, I mean, respect for what he did and everything, but he was never, as far as same my yeah. favorites, wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Yeah, Kurt Angle. Nice. He, he was, he came in and he was amazing in the ring. Yeah. There's no, he doesn't have a bad match. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah. I know it's verboten to talk about now, but his matches with, with, Chris Benoit were phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, yeah, man. Holy crap. And his, and his willingness skills, to man. do just about anything yeah, great on, the, on mic, the mic. When he wore that little he cowboy hat and played the ukulele. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kurt, Kurt shouldn't have been good. He was one of those guys. Like, Kurt and Mark Henry are those two guys that shouldn't have been good wrestlers. They should not have been. 
but uh, but they both were. I mean, I love Mark Henry. Uh, yeah. I, oh yeah. When Mark Henry did the Hall of Pain stuff, I was like, yes, finally, Monster Heel, love yeah. it. And there's you no know, reason he should have ever been sexual chocolate. He should have been a monster. Yeah, wait, wait that, that whole May Young, wasn't it? May Young. She yeah. gave birth to the hand. That's uh, the cartoony yeah. shit God. you're talking about that yeah. just didn't. It didn't fly, even with you know 17 year old me who should have been like, oh yeah, yeah. he's fucking an old lady. <laughs> yeah, that's or that's Vince's stuff, man. That's Vince's humor. It's not funny. He's not. I will funny. say. I it's did Trump have humor. Chris Benoit on my list, but I took him off because, yeah. no, Mike's because of, because well, because of what he did. Like I, yeah. I really feel yeah. like if I'm going to be truthful with myself, he's he's up there, but yeah. I, I I can't put him on on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's a bummer. No, these are but, solid lists, yeah. man. I, I like the Kurt Angle. I actually like Kurt the Angle. Kurt Angle. Man, Kurt Angle, I also love that he embraced, I mean, like, The Rock started a, an entire chant based on the guy's theme music, and he is so embraced. I mean, you watch Kurt Angle come out to the <laughs> ring now, and he's doing the whole, you suck, you suck. I mean, he just it's so good, man. He's so good. Kurt Angle's he great. He is. He's Kurt a Angle fantastic entertainer and oh, his yeah. his real life wrestling ability is beyond anything yeah. that anybody else except yeah. maybe brock lesnar could keep up with right and actually right. And uh, the angle lesnar uh rivalry there was one of my favorites uh from the from the ruthless aggression era with that shooting one star my... press man oh, that he missed who <sighs> gosh man i like to think you about it actually himself. <laughs> It, it hurts just thinking about it now. Yeah, yeah. fucking it's very twenty years oh. later. <laughs> was that the same mania yeah. where? Um, uh, was that the one with Booker T and Triple H? I think it might have been. I think so. Um, I don't remember. One of these shows. Um, I'm actually going to add it to our our uh, shared list here. But uh, one of these shows, I'd like to do. Uh, I want to do stables. I want to do tag teams. Um, because honestly, for my t for for my top five, I wanted to put in a tag team and I didn't do it. But Harlem Heat is one of my favorite. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, no shit. Yeah. And um, I didn't put him in because we're doing top five favorite wrestlers. But honestly, I love Harlem Heat. Like Booker yeah. T's like my guy. Like I love that guy. But not necessarily as a solo. I just love him. I loved him as a solo too. I love the top five. The five time. Five time. Five time. <laughs> And they, man, Sorry. WWF did him dirty when he came in, man. Yeah, they yeah. did. They, he I did end up this. having the best backstage segment ever filmed. Him and Stone yeah. Cold in that in that grocery store. Yeah, that's nothing really has ever topped that. <laughs> so oh, good. you know, but you know what? Even like Booker T and Gold Dust, that was incredible oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So good. But he was another yeah, guy that Gold was just Dust willing shit. to do it. This would be something we have done. Uh, we had this conversation with some of my friends I don't know, a little bit ago uh, about our Mount Rushmore. Because as far as my Mount Rushmore goes, it's different than my my favorite wrestlers of all time. And actually, this came up because someone asked The Rock. I don't know if you guys saw it on Instagram. He gave his Mount Rushmore of professional wrestlers. Um, but for me, it's, like, it's very much different. I, th I think it would be different than my favorite five of all time. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mine would be yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, a conversation we we're gonna have to have too. Yeah, I, yeah. I had to pick we'll people that, that were we'll on the list there too. Well, yeah, All Rushmore, your Rushmore isn't necessarily your five favorite wrestlers. It's the five Correct, that yeah. you would say like change the game. It's like the foundation of the yeah. game. So yeah. actually, for that one, I would I'd probably put Flair put, on there. I'd probably put Flair on there. Yeah, I'd yeah. have Flair absolutely. Flair, right. Stone Cold. He's not my favorite wrestler, but okay. I, I recognize okay. exactly what he is. Um, so no, that's a good conversation, man. This is a this is gonna be a great show, you guys. Thank you everybody for tuning uh -huh. into the show. We really appreciate it. I cannot wait to have more of these conversations with my co-host here. Uh, we had a blast. Thank you for everyone uh, for finally getting this show going. I'm really excited about it. I'm almost sad that it's gonna be every other week, but I'm I'm happy that we're doing it even a little bit. I think at some point we will have conversations. We'll start having conversations about how to make this a weekly show. But awesome. for now, we are bi-weekly. Next week, we'll, uh, 
uh, time spent poorly will be on Thursday, and then the week after that we'll be back. So uh, stay tuned until we figure out how to make this show happen more often. Because boy, I had a blast doing yeah, it. Yeah, you know, me too. Nice to meet you guys. Enjoyed it. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank hell you so yeah. Much, Here's some music to play us out, I guess. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Make sure you check us out on Twitter. Make sure you go to timespentpoorly.com. Uh, we have a Patreon out there. That's the last time I'm going to say that. I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to beg you for money, but if you want to throw money at us, by all means, go for it. Uh, and that Patreon level that uh, you can be on a show, you could probably choose this one too. I, I would absolutely love wrestling fans to come on. And- I would love that as well. That'd be a blast. Uh, Please uh, make sure you comment on our YouTube page. Comment on Facebook. We'd love to hear what your feedback is. Find us all on Twitter. You can see our handles here. Uh, Thank you so much. Everybody have a great night. Enjoy WrestleMania. Enjoy uh, wrestling while you can uh, until, you know, they have a huge lockdown and we can't watch wrestling at all. Because once Vince dies, it's over. It's over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And everybody, please stay safe. Stay strong. Don't get within six feet of people. Seriously, if you don't have to. Honestly, I'm not even saying that jokingly. Don't get sick. Let's end this thing so that we can have sports back. Okay? Please. please. Everybody have a great night and enjoy WrestleMania.